Hello, and welcome once again to Refresher, the Pop Culture Therapy Podcast. I am Chris Levine, and I will be your host again this time around. When a child receives praise for performing a chore without complaint, like, say, cleaning their room, they are more likely conditioned to continue doing that in the future. In contrast, a sharp no addressed to a pet engaging in unacceptable pet behavior is a classic example of punishment. The shout punishes the pet. What happens? Well, in many cases, that also conditions the pet to avoid doing the unsavory behavior in the future. These are examples, be they positive reinforcements or negative reinforcements of what we call operant conditioning. Now, this comes in all shapes and sizes, uh, from the Ramones singing gimme gimme shock treatment to Pavlov and his puppy. We can become conditioned to act in certain ways moving forward. The Psych Central website tells us this. Psychologist Edward Thorndike originally developed the law of effect in 1898. This is the concept that a behavior is more likely to be repeated if it's associated with a sense of approval or a sense of satisfaction. You're going to want to do it again. Then in 1937, a behaviorist named B.F. Skinner expanded upon this theory, and he coined the term of our, the theme of our episode today, Operant Conditioning, and he wrote about it in a book that he called Schedules of Reinforcement, where he created an experiment known as the Skinner Box. This is what happened. He would place a rat in a box with a lever that released food into the box. After the rat accidentally hit the lever enough times, it ultimately learned that its behavior, pulling that lever, led to a nice consequence receiving food. So the question is then, does this work with humans? I'm going to say a big heck yes, it does. Let's go back to kindergarten. When a child is well behaved or does something really nice, the teacher might put a gold star or a smiley face sticker on a poster for all to see. Now, a gold star or a smiley face is probably going to be a very big deal to that five-year-old child. So the teacher has just used positive reinforcement to reward a behavior that they want to see more of from that child. Rewarding behavior actually increases the likelihood of it happening again. But it works in different directions. For example, an employee getting criticized in front of the whole office by his boss and having certain privileges taken away as a consequence for his bad behavior at work, it may motivate him to stay in line and be more sincere. 
I mean, it, different things work for different people. I mean, similarly, Army personnel, they have to follow the strict routine to avoid disciplinary actions against them. Workers are often offered with incentives and bonuses, things in return of completing their targets on time, or for things as simple as regular attendance. A child may learn to clean his or her room regularly, because if they do, they know they'll be rewarded with something, maybe extra hours that they can stay up to watch TV, whatever it is that makes that child happy. One of my favorite examples of this in fairly recent pop culture was on the, on the show The Office. I know you probably have seen this. Jim's computer makes that computer sound. <laughs> and every single time he makes that sound on his computer, he offers Dwight a mint. You remember this? And he keeps doing this until Dwight starts immediately associating that sound with getting a mint. Now, that's fictitious, but in almost all video games, say, players are required to complete a set of tasks and to overcome obstacles. Once they achieve that, what happens? They get extra points. Maybe they're rewarded more challenging levels that are now unlocked to them. See, this encourages those players to keep playing and strive to reach the next level. In fact, most video games are designed around a compulsion loop adding positive reinforcement through a variable rate to kind of keep the player always engaged. Is this used in advertising? <laughs> Is this used in advertising? Companies who want you to feel something while you're watching or listening to an advertisement use this kind of conditioning too. This type of conditioning is used to make you have a specific feeling when you see their product. The advertised product is now a conditioned stimulus. That feeling you get when you see the product is a good feeling, a nice feeling, and you're drawn to it now. And advertisements are everywhere. Sometimes they are the places where we least expect them. Companies employ their best efforts to get us to buy their products. Advertisers use this conditioning, a process where a response becomes more frequent or more predictable in a given environment. And all of this is as a result of reinforcement. So again, if rewarded with something nice, like acceptance, we'll probably do it again. I'm going to tell you a very sad story. I suggest you sit down, maybe grab a few tissues. I remember being in my 20s and being at a party in Brooklyn everyone got up and started dancing. So I did too. Well, here's the thing. When I walk on the dance floor, it's like a school bus is driving onto the dance floor. Or like maybe a big square Volvo is rolling in between the other more confident people. Well, on one fateful night, I went out to dance with the others and was blatantly laughed at by someone. I have rhythm. I'm a drummer for crying out loud. But they just thought it looked funny. Think about this, though. At the same time, 
people often are pretty nice to me when I'm involved in matters that involve, for say, public speaking. So let's do a little math. Which do you think now I'm more confident doing? Public speaking or dancing? So I'm rarely petrified of public speaking. But the concept of being judged while dancing is sometimes enough to keep me from even doing it or trying. And all of this makes me think, Chris, before you make a snide remark or before, before your, your face denotes anything that could even slightly resemble the ridicule of another person, stop. See, that remark or that face may stop someone from ever dancing again or public speaking or a lot of other countless things that our reactions could potentially stifle in another person. Rather, let's close with this. Let's be beacons for good and supportive and fun. And then those we love and who can love us emote powerful speeches they can say strong, motivating, powerful speeches about how much they love to dance. We have once again arrived at the time on Refresher when we present to you a Spotify playlist to shadow our overall theme. We have for you this time around an operant conditioning playlist. You can find it really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast-Operant Conditioning. Here's our 10 songs. Track number one is by a really good band. They were a post-punk band many years ago, and they were called the Derudi Column. And the song here is called Response. Song number two is Lou Reed from his rock and roll heart record with the song Follow the Leader. Song number three is called Guide Me by the band Spirit. Song number four, The Replacements with I'm in Trouble. Number five, Positivity by Prince. Number six, Horace Silver with Incentive. Number seven is the song Reward by the Meat Puppets. Number eight, OMD, or Orchestral Maneuvers in the Dark. It's a little bit later in their discography. It's a good song. It's called The Punishment of Luxury. Number nine is a song called Signals by Brian Eno. And number 10 is the band Spiritualized with their song, a great outro to this list called The Prize. That's our new playlist. Again, you can find this playlist really easily on Spotify. Just type in Refresher Podcast-Operant Conditioning. We'd like to welcome some new listeners to our little show. Our demographics report shows that we now have listeners in Silver Spring, Maryland, Mariposa, California, and in Tamil Nadu, India. We are so thrilled. Welcome to Refresher. Hey, I want to tell you guys something. Did you know that plants improve the air around you and they actually can help improve your mood? Well, Leafy is the world's first ever patented self-watering plant container. Go check them out. They sell plants too, 
but you just really need to see their concept of taking your plant with you. It's a great icebreaker, and it's actually good for you. Check out their awesome website at www.leafy.com. That is www.leafve.com. We want to also say hello to our friends at DesignCraft. They're at the forefront of the millwork industry, constantly innovating to meet custom needs. You can check out their work at www.dezignkraft.com. And finally, as always, we want to give a shout out to our friends, the Managing Expectations podcast. This is a podcast for interesting people by interesting people, wading into all the things that make them interesting, be it music, art, books, movies, and generally the passing scene. I, I've been a guest a few times on that show, and it's, it's a lot of fun. Check them out. They're at www.managingexpectationspodcast.com. All this show... Honestly, none of this would not exist without you. If you could all do me a favor and please continue to just pass this podcast along to your friends, grassroots it, word of mouth it. If you think your friends would enjoy it, if you think that maybe they'd be entertained by it, hey, if you think that it might keep them company when they need that, pass it along. Also, if you'd like to help keep this podcast stay up and running, if you'd like, you can make a small monthly contribution just see the support this podcast link under the episode description. If you're so inclined, that would be great. But whether you do or whether you don't, feel free to listen anytime. It doesn't matter whether or not you contribute monetarily to do so. Also, we have books that I've written, people that I've interviewed and so forth, as well as t-shirts and merch at our website, which is refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. That is www.refresherpodcast.yolasite.com. As always, the music that begins and ends this podcast is called A Day Late, and it's by the band Dive. Are you waiting? Bated breath? I'm going to let you sit for a minute because I need to make sure you can handle this. All right. It was written by Mr. John Villafuerte. Anyway, until next time, this is Chris Levine for Refresher, the pop culture therapy podcast. Everyone, please take care and do yourself a favor and remember that there's a big difference between worry and concern. We'll see you next time. Thank you so, so much for listening. Thank you.